Hi everyone, my name is Martin Matichevich and I'm the co-founder of Beautiful Minds. If you've listened to the previous episodes, you'll know that this podcast is all about elevating your personal and professional life. Each week we bring on an incredible thinker, someone who's at the forefront of their specific field, and then they deliver a valuable lesson within the discussion. It's up to you to then take that lesson and put it into action. We can't do that for you. However, in recent weeks, there's been a lot of changes out there globally. Things like global lockdown measures, self-isolation, social distancing, and many more. These are all unfamiliar things, especially to me. However, that doesn't mean opportunities cease to exist. No, quite the opposite. And that's why it's my aim to tailor the content specific to what we're going through. Don't miss out. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Beautiful Minds. My name is Martin, I'm joined by my best friend and co-host Staz and our guest today joining us from Lithuania for a part two is our favourite holistic coach Dominika. Dominika, welcome back. Hope you're excited. How are you? Hey everyone, it's nice to, to be here actually. How about you guys? How are you? Good, good. Surviving? Yeah, very good. It's, it's a unique time, I think, in the world. And we were just talking, weren't we, about the situation in Lithuania compared to London. And probably there's not many similarities between the two places, but now it seems like they're very similar. Yeah, we're all about the same, all about the same fears surrounding us, all about the same uh, lessons that we have to learn during this period. I, I feel actually in general, globally now, um, I have this feeling of connection between yeah. people, between countries. Yeah. Do you feel this, guys? Yeah, I I have to say I feel like when I'm at work, for example, like I noticed that there is a lot more connection between us because I don't think it's necessarily just because it's basically because now we're working a lot closer together and like in a very like in just one small department, whereas before we were basically everywhere. So now we're spending a lot more time with each other and also the fact that we know that it's a time of crisis. Uh, we we feel a bit more connected just because, yeah, we, we feel like we're all in it together. Yeah. Also, I think we care about each other more now. We want to make sure everyone's okay, not suffering. They're going to stay alive when they get through this together, which I think is important, you know. Yeah, and like people at work are asking, oh, like, do you have enough food at home, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, Dominika. Yeah, that's nice. We are getting closer to each other. We are getting to know each other and at the same time ourselves more. Get to yeah. know each other better, much better. So what differences have you noticed in your everyday life? Maybe that would sound like strange, but I have no difference absolutely no difference in my daily routine nothing has changed except the feeling uh, what i was talking about the connection the global connection i can feel from the people that surround me but in my life you know i work uh, 
I work inter internationally and I work uh, from home or from any place, you know, but I mean, uh, virtually. All my sessions, all my projects are held virtually by making videos or making video calls. So my job hasn't changed. Maybe a bit more clients than ever because Not of really. anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but in general, I still eat the same food. I still wake up uh, at the same time. I still each day go out for a walk. Everything stays the same. That's good. And with regards to the new clients, what kind of, uh, you know, problems are they coming to you with? What, um, you know, why, why, you know, why now? What are they looking for? I have two types of clients. Maybe you remember from our previous yeah. podcast. One direction I work with anxiety and panic attacks. And the other direction is women. Women in general, women has a lot of problems, you know. Uh, they think they have a lot of problems, actually. I, I don't think that way. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they come with the different questions of uh, fear, of self-realization, of um, self-worth, self-love. Um, they come with the questions uh, related to the sexual life to the partnerships and so on, to family things. The only thing that has changed, and I think what brought more clients to me in this situation, is that people were forced to take a look how they feel. Mm. To stop for a minute. And, yeah. and they, they are just left only with themselves, most of yeah. them. And with a phone or a computer. So this is how they can connect now with people. At the same time, taking care and uh, finding uh, the solutions for their own problems. For the yeah. problems that were waiting for the answers, problems that were uh, waiting to be noticed in their lives for many years. How would you define anxiety? Because you mentioned that earlier. Anxiety is a person's thoughts. It is his or her mind. So when you have a peaceful mind, calm, silent mind, there is no anxiety. Mm. How do you create that sense of peace in someone's mind? Everyone can do this. Yeah. Just by using one practice, only one practice. And this may sound even too easy to start practicing. Start paying attention when you are out of this moment. Start bringing yourself into this moment. Okay. Mm. Feeling so be, be, this be, moment. Be, yeah, be present in the current yeah. moment rather than looking into the past or into the future. Yes, yes, yes. And mm. this is what exactly our mind does. It always is somewhere in the past or having some fears about the future. The mind, when you are here, in this moment, here and now, when you feel present, there is no mind. Have you ever uh, been in such state? Yes. Yeah. I think how also, Stas, we spoke to Danielius the other day, and he was talking about how ah. when, he, and when he ran through Alaska, and he said about how he was uh -huh. just there alone for one month. 
and that feeling of isolation yeah. actually made them more connected. I think after that, I started thinking, have I ever felt like that? And it's only when I've been like surfing or I think it's, something yeah, active. It's, it's, right? it's, it's, quite, it's, it's quite rare to feel like that. And um, have you, um, Dominica, have you heard of the book, The Power of Now? Yes. Yeah, you've, you've read it, right? Yes, even twice or three times, something like that. I have yeah, it here. Yeah close to me mm -hmm. all right yeah so I, I've, I've read it as well so so I know like the concept and yeah it's quite it's quite rare to be you know completely present in the current moment without wandering into the present into sorry into the future or into the past so yeah I know, I know what you're saying for me I have to be active or doing something that requires a lot of concentration in that specific moment otherwise if I'm just sitting still my mind will wander future past whatever it's it's crazy think about it why it happens like that why you why it is the easiest for you to feel the moment of now when you have some activity to do well the best example i can think of is a surfing right because mm -hmm. if you want if you want to catch those waves you have to focus on the waves that are coming at you in that moment or doing what you're doing paddling right otherwise you're going to get knocked over you're going to get hurt you're not going to enjoy it I don't know, to get results, you need to focus on the present when you're surfing. And that's mm -hmm. just like the best example I can think of right now. But I know football is the same. Um, I know mm. scuba diving is the same. I would put it in a bit different way. I would say that all the activities, um, all the things that we do and the things that make us uh, active brings us to our bodies. And when we are in contact with our body, when we can feel our body, we are absolutely present. And your example yeah. is a very good example, actually. Mm. That does make sense. Never thought about it that way. And so as you recently started to yoga, how is it for you when you do yoga stuff? Do you when feel I that do way? Yoga. Do you feel uh, like you're in the present? Yeah, I do, most of the time. It, it's still, it's, it's very easy to wonder, actually. But, but yeah, it's, I would say, like when it's more intense, then it's uh, it's easier to be present. Yeah, so, so I know what you're saying about football or surfing because like the, the activities are quite intense and like you need a lot of focus like to do it properly. Whereas if you're doing something a bit more relaxing, it's, it's easier to wonder. So I would say the intensity matters quite a lot actually. There is one word which doesn't match with the present moment is the tension. Mm. And somehow it sounds for me very similar to the word that we found. Yeah, tension and intensity. Because uh, our goal should be to learn uh, to be present when we are in a state of relaxation. I think uh, you both, like no one wants uh, to have the uh, life uh, full of tension, right? We all want to live... Uh, peacefully in harmony feel only positive vibes to feel pleasure right yeah so pleasure doesn't go with it tense feeling of tensity yeah 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 and i think that when you are in some kind of a body activity when you're very active there you meet uh, with this barrier and this barrier is very tiny between being active very active and being intention. Mm.
You know, you mentioned at the beginning how globally there's a sense of fear, but that fear is connecting people. Do you feel like now there's also an element of tension? Yeah, maybe I can't explain this, but definitely we can feel it in the air. Yeah, tension. Mm. And do you think it's ever going to go away? Or do you think it's just one of those things that the media and people supplying the information and the news control? I do see the whole situation um, that the reason why it has came to us is because of that need for people, for each individual to figure out their own situation with attention in any sphere of their lives, because we're having a lot of tension. We are bringing through many, many years, uh, many tensions inside our bodies, inside our mind. We're creating it by ourselves or by taking something, mm, something destructive from the society. But, um, but definitely the lesson here is for each individual to relax that tensity that we have created inside ourselves. So as you work in the hospital, do you feel like the doctors are also under a lot of tension? I think to a certain level, at the moment, like everyone, there's a bit of background tension in everyone uh, because of what's going on. And then uh, I think certain doctors are. Uh, it depends, you know, on a lot of things on the personality, where they work, on their backgrounds. So, but yeah, in general, I would say, yeah, definitely. How is it for you? Like, I think I, I do have more, more, more tension than usual. Watching the news can be quite a scary thing, you know, with the deaths going up every day. Mm. Uh, and when you see that and then you go to work in the hospital, yeah, it can be quite tense. It's actually very interesting how uh, people uh, who work with traditional medicine, how they see the whole situation. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel that in this uh, very moment, we have like different groups, distinction between different type of people. Uh, the ones that, you know, see the whole situation as a lesson. Maybe some say this is the lesson of consciousness. The consciousness of people is switching, you know, um, or, or spirituality is something from that point of view. Uh, then we have the political side economical side you know there's the whole crisis thing and then we have the virus <laughs> so uh it's interesting to hear how it is in the in the traditional medicine uh, side yeah like you're saying that everyone uh, has their own agenda and everyone cares like about their own thing basically like some people are you know thinking about the economy others are thinking about the family others are thinking I don't know about something else. So it's, it's very interesting how, how it does look uh, from the perspective of uh, people working in the hospitals, you know, how they see the whole virus in general. Because some people, they are saying that the virus is just, uh, there is only the mind virus, you know, or the virus of fear or some emotions, you know, mm -hmm. and the others, they are really worried about the uh, physical state of people and, and, and their own selves. Yeah, so Stas, as a doctor, I mean, what, what would you say when like fear is used as a excuse, right? To say like, hey, this virus maybe, you know, is the worst thing about this virus is the fear it creates as opposed to maybe like the physical 
consequences because you know the stories about people losing their sense of taste sense of smell reduced yeah. lung capacity for life I don't, I don't know does medicine cover that other side like the fear and the psychological effects i mean no not at the moment because i mean when someone's really unwell you know there's a lot of patients on intensive care at the moment with the virus so um It's a bit it's a, when you say to families well if you were to say to the families of those people you know who are very very unwell about the psychological side and the fear etc well i'll tell you well yeah of course like you know my relative is on itu like they're ventilated really really unwell so so i think that there's two sides to it there's the side that you know there's people who are very unwell so i think fear is a natural reaction for them and for their families and then there's the general fear in the society, which is not doing a lot of good for the psychological, for the mindset of, of everyone. Mm. And Dominica, you mentioned earlier that a lot of your clients come to you because they suffer from anxiety, panic attacks, and that a lot of your clients are also women who come to you because they suffer from sexual tensions or they're going through a sexual crisis, whether it's physical or it's simply in their head. How does the coronavirus situation, given all the lockdown measures worldwide, impact them in particular taking a closer look to any kind of problem that mm, is now being seen more clear in individuals lives i cannot say that uh, you know especially in this time uh, women start uh, feeling and noticing that they have some problems related with sexual lives uh, i think this is the I think this is just the uh, opportunity, again, to stay closer and longer with your own self. Mm -hmm. So this is why you notice it more clear than ever before. Mm. But it does not mean that this problem popped up just at this time. It was many years with you. You were walking, you were living, you were partnering with different men with the same problem, but you just have never ever get so close to that because you are always in some kind of a distance with your own self. Because you are always busy, always running somewhere. And are we saying that now this potentially is like a non-tangible crisis in their heads? As in the sexual problem may not exist in a physical form it's more of a psychological one yeah you know um in general i do not uh, have in my life uh, such distinction uh, between what is happening inside and what is happening outside as you are now like saying non-tangible and tangible right i see okay um so in general any type of crisis um i count as a non-tangible thing everything is born from the mind okay everything we are creating from the mind so this is the paradox of life okay the funniest part yeah okay. and the hardest as well yeah because you really have to tap into someone's mind right to be able to get to the root of it and then to maybe undo that knot and release the tension as we said earlier to use that same analogy yeah but maybe the answer here is not to uh, go into someone's mind 
but to uh, activate uh, the ability to feel. Okay. You know, switch from the mind, from the head to the heart, or whatever we may, we may call it. Okay. To our our body, feelings of our body, to our heart, to our soul, whatever. Just like to get somewhere from the mind, you know. Mm. Because when the mind is very active, a person stops feeling. I he see. starts living um, by his beliefs, by his uh, knowledge. But this is exactly what brings you to the distinction, to the distance from your own self. Mm. So we talk about connections with others, like that connectivity, the strength of it. But then we also have to look at ourselves, how connected we are with ourselves. Because you're saying that there's a difference between thinking a lot and feeling a lot. Absolutely. Right, okay. Yeah. And what kind of techniques would you recommend for people to start feeling more as opposed to just thinking? Mm-hmm. So, again, the same, the easiest technique, just to let yourself for a moment or for two moments sit down, close your eyes, and just start feeling this moment. Start paying attention, uh, concentration, how, you, how are you breathing? Mm. How does it feel to you, to your body, to breathe in and breathe out? People do not do this because it sounds for their mind, again, for their mind too easy. They want, uh, their mind is hungry to get something, you know, uh, what is hard, what can be as a challenge. Why is that? Why do we want things that are difficult, that are challenging, that perhaps we can't achieve quickly? In general, I see uh, the mind as a mechanism by itself, you know. The mind is never full. It is never enough for itself. We have it for maybe, uh, this is the reason why we have it. Um, the mind has the aim to bring us every time somewhere better to the new places, you know, somewhere closer to something, you know, but all of that who comes in mind, this is just an illusion. Mm. Yeah. It seems that humans work better with simplicity, but then the, the, you know, the strongest tool we have, which is our minds or our hearts, as you said, it seems to overcomplicate things and we become our own obstacles with anything in life, right? everything comes back to the mind as you said you know anything uh, every every single thing in life may be dangerous if you do not know how to use it that's a good point yeah so i agree absolutely with the point that you've mentioned about the simplicity yeah It does not mean that we should not use our mind. We just do not know 
um, how to use the highest potential of it, where to use it. And this is very normal, you know, we do not have education about that. Mm. Come on, like we live, uh, we go to the school, we go to the universities, but all we do, all these, how many years, like we have here in Lithuania, 12 years in school, and then at least four at the university. So like 16 years, we are learning only one thing, how to use your mind yeah. just to work and live uh, like from your mind how to feed your mind and that's it we do not have knowledge uh, what is the mind where to use it at its fullest potential uh, what else do we have yeah. because we have not only the mind you know so that's normal that we are in such a situation uh, after that many years of such education we have. And you think that's why a lot of successful people, once they make it big, they, they seek mentors, they seek coaches, holistic coaches, um, business mentors that teach them more about the um, empathy side of things and gear them towards, as opposed to the education of thinking more, but feeling more. Because when, when you're at the top, that's the most important time to be attuned with your own emotions and perhaps with how other people feel right yes absolutely yeah. i i hope uh, i hope that everyone you know at some point in their lives they meet uh the situation where they see that oh i need to figure out about myself something more mm. yeah of course, uh, the best thing is when you, you have the opportunity and you start uh, uh, getting to know yourself before you get at the top, you know, <laughs> because that may be dangerous <laughs> if you are at the top and you do not know all your layers. Yeah, I mean, for example, at the moment, I'm doing this masterclass course with um, Sarah Blakely. She you know, she, she came from almost the bottom. She had 5,000 pounds in her account. And then, you know, she talks about dealing with fears and dealing with rejection and dealing with all these negative comments that are there to kind of almost test your why. And I think, you know, sometimes it's a process, maybe at the start of the journey, you may not know much about yourself, but then other people challenge you to the point that you start becoming more connected with your purpose. And then once you get to the top, once you make it, um, you, you kind of want to stay there. You don't want to. Uh, you don't want to get too complacent. And I think that's when we talk about seeking more challenges. Because once you get there, not not so many people are going to challenge you from the bottom. It's going to come from other angles. So you have to adapt to the landscape. So what do you think yeah. about the uh, kind of the medical world and, and doctors? You, you think that they they get enough training on on feeling and empathy? No, no, I mean, uh, <laughs> well, what's funny? I feel like you're going to drop the big it's bomb. It's funny to hear man. from the doctor, you know, yeah. that no, we are not trained enough. No, I do not have empathy, you know. <laughs> no, but it's uh, empathy. I don't know. I, can you train some? I mean, I guess you can train any anyone to be anything, but I don't feel like empathy in itself that's not 
it's not a part of training it's it's kind of presumed you know if you want to go and help people you have to be empathetic it's like you have to bring bring those qualities to the table already it's not something you know we're taught so you have to be empathetic but traditionally you know doctors i think they were very well known for being paternalistic you know very much like if you want to get better you better do as i tell you to do whereas now there's so many different pieces of advice yeah. language the doctors kind of on the competition you know, he has to yeah, so now it's more, uh, it's gone from, um, yeah, you know, the doctor telling the patient what's going to happen to the doctor and the patient working together yeah. to make a decision together, to come to a decision together, basically. And they do teach that, yeah, and that's yeah. taught well. Uh, but I don't feel that's empathy. That's, no. just, that's just a guideline on how you're meant to reach decisions, really. It, yeah, it's just something you have to get ingrained and you... But I don't feel that that it's the same with empathy, as empathy because empathy you can you can reach decisions with patients together, but you may not care. So, and you may be just doing it just because you know you have to, without actually being empathetic. So I feel empathy is just mostly has to come from you, and not something not something that's taught at medical school. Okay. Yeah, I I would agree with Tas, and I would add that. Um, I think that life teach us, mm. life teaches us empathy, not schools, not teachers, but life itself. And also, as Tas said, uh, we only can learn empathy uh, when we, like from ourselves. So it means when we starting again to know each other better not each other, I'm sorry, but ourselves better, then we can reach the point where the empathy is born. Mm. Yeah. When you accept yourself, only then you can accept others for real, yeah. to the fullest. Because if you're not accepting that you are a human being who can make mistakes, who can be wrong and all these, you know, bad kind of things. Uh, you cannot accept uh, when you see it in other person. It yeah. would irritate you a lot. Okay. Yeah. Do you notice that a lot in relationships in, um, you know, with your clients that perhaps maybe they come from a place of pressure from someone? It could be from what do you mean? It could be from parents, it could be from partners. Perhaps where, like, you know, like you said, they're not accepting of their own flaws and then therefore they make more and it bothers them and they never get over it and they never cross that bridge between their own failures and their successes, for which they can be grateful for. I do not think that, uh, that a person, that someone creates for us um, Mm, pressure or um, like anything that would uh, put us away from from I don't know any kind of uh, feeling that we want to reach or any kind of improvement we want to reach for ourselves what I want to say that I have definitely noticed that in the world you are the only one player it may sound a bit like out of space <laughs> But you have to feel this. 
but definitely we are the creators. Almost like design thinking, right? I mean, if someone puts uh, pressure for you, it shows something about you, not about that person, you know? I see. Every person that surrounds us uh, is about uh, mirroring us. Because you mirror the people around you and you try and fit into your surroundings. Is that what you mean? It happens because we are not conscious enough okay. to live consciously at this very present moment. When we get the skill to live and stay present each moment, our consciousness rises and then we can live independently. I mean, then we do not need people to mirror us. Mm. Or if they are mirroring because we are all as a collective related, uh, then you notice it very easily and you, you know, you're not irritated by that. You understand where the message is hidden here. Mm. You clearly see your lesson in, in some specific period of time. I see. Okay. It's very subtle process, but each of us is helping to each other to improve. Everything yeah. is happening for the reason, everything. It's powerful. Yeah. And it's important to keep that in mind, right? Like it's a subtle process, even when it seems like you're doing something completely wrong. That one mishap might be what it takes to nudge you back on course, right? Is that, is that the message yeah. we need to keep in mind? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So Dominica, tell us a bit about what you're up to these days. I mean, I know you must have had some plans and then this corona thing hits. Like, were you affected? Were your projects affected? Um, again, I would say that I have, as never before, heightened creativity. I see. And because I'm getting more and more clients in this period, I create more and more projects. That's good. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I mean... Today, I feel so much energy and so much creativity that I woke up at 4 a.m. Wow. I couldn't sleep. So, yeah, there's a lot of things to do, a lot of uh, projects to let to the, uh, to the world, you know, to the people. So I'm working on that, basically. Again, the same spheres within and, uh, and anxiety, you know, different courses, online ones. Um, yeah, basically like that. Nice. And of course, getting, getting to know uh, my own lessons, getting to know information for my own self, you know, to, to get elevated to a different level, to the new level. Each day, absolutely each day. I never spend a day without having at least one hour. Usually it's like, it takes like two, three hours just educating myself mm. with different teachers, with... Um, uh, different people different situations sometimes even being staying in silence is also an education for myself where i find something you know improving my skill or or some new notices about life and myself interesting mm. yeah sounds like you're on top of things it's good yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. what and, about uh, you guys oh us <laughs> yeah, Martin, go for it. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's, it's been a bit of a shell shock coming for me because, like, I don't know, the weather's improving and we've been told, being told to stay inside. So, you know, I'm having to... Um, having to break the rules. Yeah, I'm having to break the rules a lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's true because, you know, 
it's like, what's the point staying inside? You want to go for a jog? Staz and I, we, well, Staz lives in, in a different part of London to me now, but originally we're from the same part of London. And it's very green, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of woodlands nearby. So, you know, it's good to have the fresh air. I'm feeling good physically and health wise. So just staying positive on that side. And I know the news, I try to listen to as little as possible. I try to really filter out the bits I want to hear about business, about the economy, about um, new trends, if I can. Because, you know, this, this corona thing is, I don't think it's healthy for the mind if you digest too much of that information. And, um, you know, with, with work and career and stuff, just focusing, trying to learn new skills, doing different courses online. As you said, education is important. So, yeah, just trying to stay on top of things, stay busy, stay productive. And I hope that you are staying peaceful and calm inside. You know, you can yeah. be active outside, but during any kind of activity, stay peaceful and yeah, calm it's inside. Not, it's not easy. Yeah, I've noticed a few days... Um, Like on various days, I'll be a bit more active in my head. Like I'll go to bed with so much stuff on my, on my mind. Uh, and other days I'd be very relaxed and peaceful. And then the next day would kind of bother me. I was too relaxed yesterday. And then, you know, it's kind of like a cycle. Mm. So we'll see how long we have to stay like this for. But I think building good habits is important. And I think taking those times in the day. So one, one of the big things I learned today, just speaking to you, was taking those one or two minutes maybe in the morning and then once again in the evening just to focus on the present and maybe no i do not say like that. oh no i would add then because i did not mention i guess uh as many times during the day as it is possible as many times as you get the reminder inside of your head to check if i am living now in a present moment oh okay cool yeah so i'll do as many times as possible <laughs> Yeah, just to focus on the present, like, you know, the time is now and the location is here. That kind of mindset, yeah. right? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, do the same, yeah? I'm, 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 I'm glad you've learned a lot of, less, a lot yeah. of lessons today. <laughs> so, let's make sure you do the same in the hospital, yeah? Tell the patients. Yeah, and it calms our mind, you know, our very active mind. And uh, actually, when we are in this moment, we are much more productive. So go. if you will start practicing, you will start notice this. On a day-to-day basis, I think it's important to do those techniques that you mentioned. But then yeah. at the same time, when you're being given more work to do and you're clocking in more hours, it's not so easy. And I think people might fall out of that habit. What's the advice that you'd have in that case? Again, just to notice and bring yourself back to the moment of here and now. Okay. I mean, uh, you can, this is the first stage when you need to, you know, for some moments to sit down and close your eyes. But then when your skill grows, uh, you are not uh, needed to, you know, sit down and spend some specific time. It doesn't matter what you do what kind of activity you do. By doing this activity, during that activity, you can remind yourself to check yourself. If I am doing this activity by being in a present moment, is the question just of concentration, you know? Yeah. Because we are uh, having um, a lot of workload, but then, you know, after 15 minutes, we are doing the same work, but our mind is somewhere else. 
Mm. Our body is somewhere else. We are somewhere else thinking something different. Our state is not about here and now. Our state is about, you know, something what I will do when I finish or what has happened yesterday or whatever, you know, anything, but definitely not here and now. Yeah, we spoke to Kimia, didn't we, Stas? And we talked about a lot of things that influencers go through psychologically like that. Um, anxiety from always being connected online, having to take breaks from it. And she talks mm -hmm. about her alter ego, which essentially meant she had a ideal version of herself that she looked up to. You know, that was her mentor, an imaginary figure, like the, the best version of herself. What mm -hmm. would that person do in that case? And, you know, mm -hmm. now she's managed to ingrain so many positive habits, which as an influencer, you know, that, that's a profession and social media create a content creator she, she's able to be on social media what was it stars half an hour a day it's crazy. yeah not very much yeah yeah half an hour a day it's crazy and then it's like you know she still wakes up at five doesn't check her phone until what was it like 11 o'clock stars or quite late on in the day yeah and i think that's a good example of what you're saying dominica having uh, mechanisms in place to kind of trigger that habit and then you're more conscious of it so it doesn't get out of control. Yeah. No. Then you do not need to force yourself or doing anything. Yeah. It's interesting. Or taking away yourself from the gadgets or whatever you don't like and you don't need because you feel what your body reals, uh, really needs. What's the biggest advice you give your clients with regards to technology and gadgets and internet and social media? You know, that's an interesting question because uh, when, when I've heard your question, I realized I have never, ever got this question from the clients. Oh, really? We, we have never, ever touched this topic. Yeah. Okay. So what's your relationship with that whole topic of perhaps social media isn't healthy for the mind? It creates anxiety. Again, uh, it is the matter of how we use it. Okay. By itself, we can find a lot of uh, good things, you know. Okay blesses here but if we do not know if we if we do not feel ourselves and what is exactly needed for ourselves then then it may be dangerous and really it may you know disbalance our psychology our our psychic in general so you've never told a client that perhaps less is more when it comes to social media and mobile phones that's never been the root of the issue for you in your experience no we, okay. we have never ever focused in general on this topic of gadgets and social media that is interesting. we're always about the emotion and everything yeah. what is active inside you know that is interesting because i've been reading so much about what they call low media diets and detoxing from technology and for me like i don't know it made sense and i've tried to do it a few times but you know, it always brings you back. You always have to check your messages. You know, I do a lot of networking on social media now, especially in this, in this time that we're experiencing. Uh, does, it, does it surprise you as well, Stas? I, I mean, I don't think, you know, most of people's issues are because of social media. I, I, I don't think that's true. I think uh, it can be an issue, but um, I think, in the, you know, very, very, very minority. And I think there's there's bigger things out there that are more issues like 
emotions and feelings and you know habits i don't I, i don't think social media is a big issue you know when people come to dominica yeah so it doesn't surprise me at all that she had it surprises me that they've never touched upon it but it doesn't surprise me like i never thought it would be like you know they'd be discussing it for ages and ages it would, i don't think it would ever be the root of an issue mm. well you go to waterstones which by the way dominica is like a famous bookshop in in the uk um they have them on like every high street and you see in the window one of the top selling books is always something to do with i don't know like uh how, like getting rid of social media in your life deleting your facebook or something along those lines because now that's becoming a hot topic and a lot of people relate that to mental health but um, mm. yeah i guess if you get deeper and deeper social media is just one of the i don't know one of the consequences yeah, already exactly. not yeah. not the root yeah yeah that's interesting i think that's a strong message that more people need to hear you know because it's not as easy as just deleting your instagram or facebook account that's not going to solve all your problems perhaps. yeah by this you're not deleting your your bad experiences traumas or emotional blockages yeah that's powerful when you put it like that because yeah social media is just a tool right it's just a means it's not yeah yeah okay Is there anything else that like you think maybe would be useful for people to know at this period in time or should we schedule a part 3 maybe in a few months time? I think that there is only one message and it is very short. Practice being present. That's it. It helps in any case. You just have to master it. Practice being present. Okay. I think Stas we should make that the title of the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So before we finish, uh, we could do some <laughs> of Martin's favorite uh word associations, good we Martin. Yeah, you can lead it though Stas because I see you like it as well. Now. <laughs> so basically Dominique word associations we basically asked our guests um we name five words each. So I say for example uh, book and you have to say the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word okay got it would that be okay yeah so we'll say five words each and just say the first thing that comes to mind okay no pressure okay, that list was very good so no yeah, pressure i, have, I, I haven't <laughs> yeah I haven't that was really words. no pressure but you know danielus was <laughs> it was good no yeah no pressure <laughs> so, I haven't pre-prepared this, so the, this is just everything <laughs> that comes to yeah, mind. Yeah, we, okay, we never, we never prepare. Let's be spontaneous. Let's be in the present moment. This is let's a good practice, actually. Let's do it. Exactly. All let's right. Uh, pineapple. Yellow. Coronavirus. Fear. Neurolinguistic programming. Uh, manipulation. Life. Sexual sun. Beautiful. Okay. Martin, over to you. Health. Life. Beautiful. Reason. Coaching. Life. The mind. You. Thanks. Uh 
Rainforest. Autumn. Cool. Nice. Would you like to play? Do you want me to come up with five words? What's that? Yeah, Martin, you go for it. All right, cool. Okay, glass. Transparent. People. Harmony. Love. Heart. Present. Today. Recording. Now. Stas Jotun. Oh, it's my turn. Okay, carry on. Oh, okay. Beer. Uh, drunk. Drums. Music. Oil. Cooking. Lamp. Diet. Detox. Health. Okay, great. I think yeah. You are the winner. <laughs> yes, that's you're the word association king now. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, um, no, it's a pleasure talking to you, Dominique. As always, we we learned something. Um, even if the lesson needed repeating a few times for for me. Uh <laughs> but no, it's it's good. I think um, you know, a lot of good messages in there that people can learn from. I th- I think everyone needs to hear some of the advices about being in the present because too many of us are are jumping to conclusions uh, i know you know danielius and i spoke we, he he made a good point that people like connecting the dots they like jumping to conclusions that may not be there necessarily and um, you know we live in a complicated time which i don't think any of us were expecting to experience in our lifetime um so as we mentioned that the other day didn't we yeah i mean it's period. yeah it's not something that would ever ever come to come to mind even yeah and now i'm already thinking like this might happen again in like 10 years you know so um use this time wisely because you want to learn as much as possible for the next time this happens because i think if it happens once it can happen again so yeah history repeats itself normally you know what i i want to share uh, my personal experience about the thing that you have mentioned please uh i do have a congenital heart disease Okay. And I live with a pacemaker from the uh from the time I got 4 years old. Okay. And uh I got only one surgery in the time when I could already consciously understand that I have uh, such problem and I have surgery in general. And uh this was the first time when i got to decide uh the date for my planned surgery for the future and you know it brought me to such experience to the feeling that i cannot be sure that i will go out this surgery like successfully that i will get back to this life after the surgery in general you know because like when you have health problems you are um getting closer to the fear of uh, dying you know mm. and this resonates a lot uh, for me what you just said about the uh thing that you have to you have to use this moment you don't know what happens mm. next you don't know when it can repeat you know and if 
uh, if this is a good thing, then if will it ever repeat in my life, you know? So that's a very powerful thing. It really brings you back to the now. Mm. You know, because mm. you understand that you cannot live as you have lived before. You start feeling what you really, really need. Start realizing this, these things. And at the same time, uh, you cannot be you cannot be certain that you will have the future because no one knows. Mm. No one can tell, you know. I cannot tell, um, I don't know, the God cannot tell, the society cannot tell, the, uh, the uh, doctors cannot tell, like anyone, mm. you know, no one can say. No one can promise anything to you. Mm. Does that scare you sometimes? Yeah, still sometimes, yeah. But then, you know, it transforms to the very powerful feeling of, uh, of the life energy, I should call it. It's like just gratitude in general that you are able to live this life. And, you know, and then you do not want to leave because you just love life, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I but think, yeah, still sometimes, yeah, I think it to the, to the I think it shows also that you live by your own words, you know, your own advice, what you just said, because otherwise you wouldn't be so, you know, happy, vibrant, positive, energetic as you are now, despite, you know, what's happening in the world. I think it says a lot about you as well. It's good. Yeah, 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 yeah I agree. But this is what I'm telling, like people, come on, uh, bring by your own will to yourself the opportunity to learn uh, live present not mm -hmm. you know because the illnesses and all these kind of things they are coming to our lives to bring again the same le lesson to teach us to be present and to live consciously absolutely sometimes we need this kind of wake up call so it's better to wake up at your own will mm -hmm. strong message absolutely it was a pleasure talking to you dominique i mean i think um just to reiterate what i said earlier like some very positive messages there uh, Saz, I don't know about you, but there's a lot to take away and to think yeah, about. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Um, yeah, and we look forward to a part three. Yeah. <laughs> Keep us updated with your sessions. I know we don't speak Lithuanian, but um, if, there, if there's anything in English that you think would interest us, you know, we're happy to shout it out. We're happy to have a listen and see how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, guys. All and right. I'm glad that I'm here again with you. It's a pleasure. It was always a pleasure. And I hope that we will stay in a closer contact, you know. Of course. Beside these podcasts. Yeah. Absolutely. As always. Yeah. Great. You bring good energy, you know. Thanks. Thanks. Thank Appreciate you. it. Likewise. Even if it's over Zoom, I don't know. Yeah. I feel something as well. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely. There is no, you know, some kind of uh, physical objects or, or something. This is just an energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember last time, Saz, as well, it was like a really sunny day, but it was like, it was winter, wasn't it, still? We had the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And Danielis was saying, like, it's always grey and cold over there, but I remember last time it was very bright on your camera as well. Might be, it was bright, but yeah, Unless the whole winter here time. is like, ooh, no, 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 no. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, not nice. We need more sun. And now we have it. Good, Plus good. 18 next week. Nice.
Right. Cheers. Well, here's to more sunny days then. <laughs> yeah.